Marciano to the right circle, shoots, he scores! In transition, Brad Marchand from the right circle, ripped one, top shelf! Um, Eagle put it in front, Kalorin shoots, save rebound, point, that thing around. Over to Perron. Back to Perunovic again. Blues on an Amron Missouri power play. Back door. Tarasenko. He scores. What a pass by Perron. And what a shot under the bar by Tarasenko. Shove it in. McDavid another brilliant steal. Whacked out of midair but kept alive. And now Evander Kane has the empty net. Streaky. He's wide open. He shoots and scores. There will be a game seven in Boom. Sadness. That's the one. With the schedule officially being announced, we asked to start the show. How many games will the Raiders win this year? And the response is on Twitter. Uh, Fernando, oh, yeah. always hating on the Raiders, Fernando says the Faders will win one game. Yeah. Uh, not so a shock. Fernando, not high on the Raiders. Jesse said 10 wins at the minimum with a ceiling of 12 to 13 Oof. in the realm of possibility. Yes, Raider Mr. Nation Positive. will be fighting for the West crown all year, but fall short of the division championship and be the five seed. Okay. Uh, Dustin just says 12 and Dante says 10. The division games have to break even at least and take care of business on the road. Do all those people realize this is not Raider Nation radio? Uh, no, they do not. Well, <laughs> Fernando does. Fernando is fully aware this is not. Is Raider that Nation Fernando Radio. Fern? Yes, that's Fern. Yeah, okay. that's Fernando. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's great. He's great. He calls into Cofield's Festivist show too at uh, in December every year. Phenomenal. Um, take shot at us. How? Oh. Uh, I, I can't. Was Fernando the one? I can't, I think he did. I'm I can't on remember it. exactly. Right. Yeah, go back and find those, Jared. Um, how disappointed are Raiders fans going to be if they simply hit their projected win total this year? Oh. With I think, I think not realistic because they're fans. When they got Devontae Adams, I think that's where the and it's just one player. And he's a great player. He's a great receiver. But I think when they made that move, so much was made of that move and how good people perceived their offense was going to be. That if they don't make the playoffs or if they're eight and a half, maybe they go under on the number. People will be devastated. I think they'll be devastated if they don't win 10 games and go to the playoffs. And I don't want to say it's just because of one player, but I remember the day they got Devontae Adams, how Twitter blew up, and I, I think they would, I don't know how you feel, but if they don't make the playoffs, Raider Nation, Raider fans will just be devastated, except so Fernando. Let me, let, me try to, let me try to go way too deep into this. If you're Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler and you trade for Devontae Adams, and it takes your team, sports betting-wise, your win total is eight and a half, right? People expect you to win eight or nine games, which would be a maybe playoff team. Yeah, maybe uh, if you maybe get to nine. 
strong, maybe. Right. But maybe you're making the playoffs there. And most sports books, if they offer, you know, will the Raiders make the playoffs? It's plus money that they will. So you're likely to miss the playoffs. Most places have the Raiders projected as the fourth best team. That's after trading for Devontae Adams. So In the division. Right. So right. if you, you trade for Adams and you set up a situation where your fan base expects the postseason and expects you to be a contender but the everybody else who sets lines on this who makes projections on the nfl thinks you're an eight or nine win team that's the worst in your division is that a stupid trade to make that's a deep dive tyler (laughs) because because you're you're setting yourself up for failure because wasn't there i don't think they think that way though do you i mean no they They don't don't think that way should they? Because if you, if you set, if you whatever moves you make in the off season and you create an eight and a half win team, right, which is what the Raiders are projected to be, but whatever those moves are, also make your fans believe you're a ten and a half win team. That's that that's bad well, for you. Like as a front office, as a head coach, that's bad for you if your fans but, expect eleven wins and you win eight. But do you think Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels made the trade thinking they're an eight and a half no, team? No, not at all. I'm okay, just saying all right, maybe all right. they should. Like maybe oh, they should oh. think that way because hey, we they don't set, set expectations too high, and if you pass them, then you're going to be then they're going to think you're great. Right, and I think this goes back to what we've talked a lot about. Yeah, it's nice you got Devontae Adams. Yeah, Chandler Jones should be better than Yannick Ngakwe. But the biggest problem on this team last year has not been fixed. The offensive line line. is probably going to suck again. And I think that's, to me, that's the biggest issue right now is the passing game sounds great. The skill positions look great, right? The defensive ends look great. Their secondary and their offensive line are probably going to be bad next season. And that's what was bad last season. And I don't know that that changes the Raiders in terms of how good they're going to be this season if they didn't fix their two biggest problems. By the way, uh, you're wrong on Yannick Ngakwe. Just look at his Twitter. He's, oh, what's uh, he said? I don't follow oh, him. Oh, he is. They're going to regret letting me go. Oh, Can't wait for guy. that game into oh, Allegiant Stadium. Guy. Oh, he oh is, he's great. He's tweeted he's great. like three or four times. I mean, he yeah, is great. Yeah, he is. He is not happy has that he, they let him go. Has he called out Derek Carr saying, "I'm going to sack he, him in his tiny hands"? Ooh, Ooh no, but hopefully that comes next. <laughs> so, wait, but but I thought I thought him and I thought him and Derek were were close. They were the uh, no one cares brothers. Right. Nobody, yes, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody so, cares about nobody cares. Here's speaking of Derek Carr's tiny hands. This is, I think this ties in with the offensive line and the expectation that they're going to be bad. Last year, Raiders went to the playoffs, had a good season. Derek Carr, the offense, a whole bunch of yards, a whole bunch of points. They had the 10th highest turnover rate in the NFL. 13% of their drives ended in turnovers. And over the last five seasons, the Raiders have been top 10 in terms of highest turnover rate four times the only time they weren't top 10 was 2019 over those last five years the offensive line is probably one of the biggest factors plus Derek Carr's tiny hands into the turnover issues because if Derek Carr is going to be under pressure and we know that he fumbles a lot he's probably going to fumble a lot this year and then he doesn't throw a ton of interceptions but he'll throw a normal amount of interceptions with a lot of fumbles and the Raiders are going to have a high number of turnovers again 
Is there anything about McDaniels or Ziegler or anything you've seen on the roster that would change what's been a long trend for Derek Carr in this offense that they turn the ball over? Well, not to this point, because as you say here, is there something McDaniels and Ziegler can fix? Well, unless they get new offensive linemen or better, then they're not fixing it. So if they're staying with the offensive line that they had last year, that could be major problems in terms of protection for him, and they could turn the ball over even more. I will say that if they're going with the Patriot way, Bill Belichick will cut a dude who fumbles. So, Jared Sidham might be starting. Well, they can they can do that after a year with Carr, even though they don't like to admit it. Right. Yeah, they just got to wait a year, Jared. Yeah. Then they can cut him, and it's no problem. So, that's I think that, to me, the offensive line— It all line, comes back to the line, doesn't it, on right. offense? The, 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 if the is offense is going to be good this year, the offensive line has to be competent. It doesn't have to be good, but it's got to be competent. Because if they're bad again, you're going to run into two major problems. Number one, they're not going to be able to run the ball again, which was a main problem last year. And number two, they're probably turning the ball over at a top 10 rate in the NFL again mm-hmm. because that's been – Carr has had multiple – That's that, that five-year span there is two different coaches, Jack Del Rio, John Gruden. Right. That is an, an almost an entire turnover in the roster outside of Carr through those five years, and they've had this high turnover rate pretty much every single season. Ooh. It's probably going to continue again. There's probably reason to believe they're going to have a high turnover rate again this season, especially if the offensive line is as bad as it was last year. Nate Solder is available. Does he play center? I mean, well, they have he too many plays of offensive line, and he's a former New England Patriot. Listen, oh. Alex Leatherwood and Brandon Parker are going to be the top right duo in the NFL this year, Jared. Okay. Have Let's wait until confidence. June 2nd when they clear can all I, that money. They can get Nate Solder. Can I Can I? Can I play the Fernando sound now? Okay, so yeah. this is, for those of you that aren't aware, <laughs> Cofield and Company does a festivist show every uh, December. Holy crap, This six, is where, what, what television show is this from? It, I, it's called Seinfeld. 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 This is from yeah. Seinfeld, where <laughs> no. uh, Cofield allows people to call, listeners to call in and complain about whatever they want. It's generally supposed to be about this station, Cofield and Company, our show, but they can complain about whatever. They complain about anything, anything on, right. on this show, Vegas Insiders, any, anything on any show that runs. Yep. Sports uh, so this was Fernando's call from December. Fire away. Uh, whatever. Um, this is going to have to seat Williams. Oh, wait a minute. He doesn't have a job no more. Um, for Graney, when his cowgirls and Dodgers lose, he disappears for days. All of a sudden, he's on assignment somewhere. And for Bischoff... He tells us to go see the Las Vegas Lights, how great they are. They won 40 and lost 30 games this year. Oh, wait, he just texted me. They won three and lost 31. This is for um, most of okay, we're, we, we, that was That's all that okay. we got. But it was still just like, that was his third call. Yeah. And when we, like, that's the, that was two, like two minutes long. Fern called he, in three times? He called in three, three times. <laughs> Did they put him on all three times? Uh, I believe that uh, he called the hotline twice because Ari finally set up a hotline so right. that you could call in whenever throughout the year you had complaints. And then he called the day of. Of festival. Yeah, just so he could get in an- another two minutes worth of complaints. Fernando's great. 
I will say I I think Fernando mischaracterized me a little bit because I do I will tell you to go to Lights Games, but I do not tell you they're good. I would they suck. Oh no, they, no, they have sucked their entire existence. They are not good. I mean, they're they're actually good. they might have won more games this year already than they did last year. But like they're better this year. But they've sucked for a Ooh. long time. I don't tell you to go because you're going to see good soccer. I tell you to go because they do dumb things. Because and it's fun. the like Jose Canseco is going to hit softballs into the crowd one day. That's Dwayne Brown is available. Uh, all right. Is he any good? I do not believe he was very good with the uh, with the Seahawks, even though I believe they traded a first round pick for him. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, <laughs> it's Bischoff's briefs. Bischoff's briefs. I wanted you to see these player evaluations that you asked me to do. Bischoff's briefs. I asked you to do three. Yeah. Bischoff's briefs. To evaluate three players. Yeah. How many did you do? Bischoff's briefs. 47. Okay. Actually, 51. I don't know why I lied just now. We'll have in about what 20 25 minutes doobie brother tickets to give away so stay tuned for that i have a question for you two do either of you want to hear a conspiracy theory about the show survivor being rigged no i last watched it 20 years ago so no okay okay all right i i will tell anybody that does watch the do or die challenge is rigged. I will not go into explanation because you guys don't care about it. Did they um, have a do or I, die way back then? No, not not when no, you it's watched. New. Okay, new you, for the last two. You seasons. watched when the guy got naked for his birthday. I the I first remember, winter. I just remember I watched a long time ago and then I stopped watching. Uh, not not because it was a terrible show. I just I don't know what the reason was. I went away from network TV. I stopped watching CBS because it became the loudest station on television you would flip between channels and you'd land on cbs and all of a sudden they'd be screaming and i was okay. just like i'm out well what's do or die mean what do they do well they, See, they're right, killing you people you're get, that's what's called the survivor you're getting the explanation you guys have asked too many questions uh they have on the last two seasons they have a you know one of the challenges and whoever wins gets immunity they have added a twist one of the challenges if you are the first one out you have to play do or die where you open one of three boxes. One of the boxes has a flame. If you get the flame, you get to stay in the game. If you get one of the two skulls, then you go home right away. There's no vote. The whole point of Survivor is people get voted off. Yeah. Uh, so uh, me and and my friends, who I'm in this pool where we all have a Survivor player and the winner gets all the money. Maybe at the my end. friends and I. Um, we discovered last night we're, we're pretty confident that the game is rigged because there are these three boxes and when you open them one has a flame and two have skulls but we are like 99 percent certain that the host of the show jeff Probst, that they're like magic boxes they're trick boxes and he can hit a button that makes one show the flame to make sure the person is safe and doesn't really we are 90 because for anybody that watches it, you can go back and look. Last season and this season, both times he has opened the box that has the flame. He has his right thumb around the back of the box. 
and it looks like he's squeezing. Every time he's opened a box with a skull in it, his thumb is not around the back of the box. He's just holding it normally. He holds it differently every time he opens one with a flame. We're 99% certain that he has rigged this game to keep those people safe. And you're 99% certain that the contestants don't know this. Oh, I do not think they know this at all. Maybe they know it now after the fact, but in the moment, I don't think they have any idea. They've been on an island for like six weeks, and this guy just shows up in cargo shirts and a (laughs) button-down and tells them to do stuff, and they're like, yeah, that's fine. (laughs) 100% this is rigged. Um, So, yeah, there you go. If you love Survivor, 100% that that is rigged. Well, 99%. Go back and watch it. You'll see what I'm talking about. Now, uh, the other part of Bischoff's briefs today, I wanted to tell you guys about... Uh, the funniest woman in the waiting room before my colonoscopy on Wednesday. So where I went to get my colonoscopy, uh, they everybody you have to have a ride because they, they put you yeah. under anesthesia and you can't drive home. So everybody that's there has somebody with them that just kind of has to hang around and wait. There's a There was a woman sitting in the waiting room for, for almost the entire time that we were there. And... She was FaceTiming people for the entirety of her time in the waiting room. I mean, I With they were headphones. running two. They were no, no headphones. Oh, good. They God. were running like like two hours behind. Uh, the doctor got lost, got lost, got caught up at the hospital, and so they were running like two hours behind. So we sat in the waiting room for so, two plus hours. <laughs> Thankfully, you didn't need a bunch or take a bunch of laxatives and have yeah. eaten. <laughs> right. I, and yes, it was a nightmare. <laughs> So they're running two hours behind, and this woman the entire time is on FaceTime, no headphones, talking to whoever. And then two things happened that I found hilarious. At one point, she got up and went and asked the little front desk, like, where's my husband? And they were like, uh, he, I think he was there not for a colonoscopy. He was there for a different surgery. And they were like, oh, he's asleep. And she just said, he's asleep. Like, she was not expecting him to be under anesthesia, apparently. And they were like, yeah, he they, he just went under. He's about to go back. And she was like, he hasn't even started the procedure yet. And they were like, yeah, he's about to. And she was like, you guys probably overdosed him. He's not asleep. He's dead. <laughs> that was great. Phenomenal. But then even better, the whole the way this setup works is you have somebody there to drive you. Right. And then they call that person and say, hey, you know, Tyler's ready. Drive your car around to the patient pickup door. Right. He's ready to go. (laughs) Because she had been FaceTiming the entire time that she was there, her phone died. Oh, (laughs) no. Oh, no. So he is dead. So so at one point, she's sitting there, and all of a sudden— this guy gets in a wheelchair, gets wheeled out through the lobby he, or the waiting room. He's the only person the entire time that's been wheeled through the waiting room. Everybody else goes out the patient pickup door where the car's waiting. <laughs> he comes out and he's like, we've been calling you. And she's like, oh, my phone died. Oh. And it was like, yeah, you've been on FaceTime for two hours. <laughs> Phenomenal. This lady was A-plus waiting room material. Uh, and the, the Miss hu- Smith, your husband is waiting. The husband uh, the husband was lucid enough to like to know, know everything and say, hey, we've been calling you and stuff? <laughs> That's yeah, how oh, long he's been waiting. As, as soon as the doors opened, he saw her, and the first thing he said was, we've been calling you. 
Like, I wonder why they didn't go out in the waiting room and ask for her. Because they have a procedure. Well, I know there's a yeah. procedure. That, yeah, I guess that's why. I guess that's why. They must have I known think, she was there. Well, I maybe they thought been, she had left, though. I think they might have. I think they might have called the front desk and said, "Hey, is is so and so's ride sitting there?" And I think they were like, "Yeah, he, she is." So yeah, she, eventually she, they got she accused us out. of killing him. <laughs> but this woman was, I, I was phenomenal. Can you give me a age group because there is a, I, I don't know what age it is, but there is an age where you hit where you're like, I don't need headphones. Oh, um, well. You don't need headphones because the only way you can hear it is if you have it on speakerphone and hold it up to your ear the entire time. Uh, she was probably in her 50s. Would be my that's guess. that's about I, I want to say like once you hit 50, it's like, nope, doing I mean, this in public and I mean, on speakerphone. And not caring what people think. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's I'm, pretty, I'm pretty confident that I was there was one other person under the age of 50 that was there. Wow. So I guess two because my girlfriend was the one that drove me. Did She's you get them into crypto? So I should have, yeah. But there was, there was one other person, one other guy that was there that was probably in his thirties, fake horses, maybe early forties. Uh, but everybody else was like ancient. The joke I wanted to make when you were like, it was a two-hour wait, and I was like, all right, you haven't eaten and you've been taking laxative. They understand you like you're, the issue that you're having is fainting, right? Like. Uh, you yes, might. They do. <laughs> like, you but haven't see, my, eaten. Every time, every time I fainted, it's because I've eaten a lot, not because I haven't eaten. Oh. Oh. All right. Oh, so we new plan. New plan. No food yeah. for Tyler. Right. Exactly. So that's interesting. That's been right. It's been because I've eaten a lot, not because I haven't. Ooh, eaten. So. We could have Tyler wander the woods and uh, just be Slender Man. You're tall enough. That would that would not work out very well. Well, you just tell so, teenagers. Yeah. Uh, never mind. Yeah. So that was the uh, do the eat, fun of my. Do you eat three squares experience. a day? Three squares. Three meals? square meals. Do you eat three meals? I eat three meals. I don't know what square means. Square meal. Probably like, not three square. If that like means healthy. a protein, like, yeah. vegetable, yeah. a starch. Yeah. I mean, do you stay up on that stuff? I mean, I I eat vegetables like at least once a day i would not say i eat them three times a day fruit but we're getting uh i should eat more fruit because i actually like fruit but i don't eat nearly enough fruit i it varies it depends on when we go to the grocery (laughs) store and when i buy it like we'll go to the grocery store and buy strawberries and i'll eat strawberries for like five straight days yeah and then won't touch a strawberry for a month because we didn't buy them because you didn't go to the store that's like i love strawberries strawberries are amazing like one of my favorite foods but i'll i'll eat them in like bunches and then just not for a month and it's like, oh yeah, we didn't buy them because the stuff yeah, buying stuff that goes bad sucks. Because yes. oh yes, oh yeah, absolutely. That's a nightmare. You're what, throwing what you're here? throwing half of it away. Right. The amount of times I've been like, oh, I I actually kind of wanted to eat that apple, but it looks gross now. It's going in the trash. Spinach. Spinach is the death of me. I will buy I, it and put it in the crisper drawer, and two days later, be like, all right, I'm gonna make a so okay. This is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I am Ed. What are the foods you won't eat because you've you've had bad experiences? Um, Cobb salad and sloppy joe. That's it. Cobb salad. Very very salad. I will not eat spinach unless it's like chopped up in a very small portion of a meal and like mixed in like with another like dish. Gotta be because my younger sister growing up would heat spinach up in the microwave and eat it. 
and it's it was like one of the most revolting smells that That's... I'm just like Mm-mm. no no in the microwave in the microwave I don't know no. what was going on but she loved to just microwave no. spinach and eat it my son and I eats... was like this is disgusting my son eats spinach every night but he cooks it. Like, like in a it, frying pan? Yeah, like 11 or midnight. Yeah. Every night we, we hear him out there eating spinach every night. But he cooks it. He, I don't, he would say I'm not putting it in the microwave. <laughs> He'd just, be like, what, what is that? Oh, God. Yeah, so I'm, I'm off spinach so, for all of eternity. I grew up poor enough that we originally, the only spinach I ever had until I realized, hey, this thing came, like, you can buy it fresh. <laughs> yes, was the can. frozen one that yes. came in a square. No, you can buy it and fresh. It was literally just like this consistency of sandpaper, but somehow crunchy. And you're just like, this is the most disgusting stuff in the world. The first time I had fresh spinach, I was like, this is what it's supposed to taste <laughs> yeah, like? Exactly. Why did we do this? <laughs> All right, coming up next, Cassie Soto joins the show. Harper in one ball, two strikes. Daniel Hudson kicks. Here's the pitch. He bounces it. It goes to the backstop. Here comes Odubel, and the Phillies are back in front. 8-7 on a wild pitch. Cassie Soto, two-time Emmy winner, old Honda Civic. We're back to the Press Box Morning Show with Ed Graney and Tyler Bischoff. Joining us now from Raiders.com is Cassie Soto. Cassie, have you ever taken a FaceTime call in public without headphones in? Mm, probably at like Target or something to show my sister something I'm buying for her. Okay, that's not too Yeah, that's, 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 that's not what we're talking about. generally acceptable. Yeah. Just uh, so you know, I um, had to have a colonoscopy, a lot of fun this week. And while I was in the waiting room, uh, this woman who was there to pick up her husband was on FaceTime for approximately two hours with somebody, no headphones the entire time. Oh, no. Yeah, she was great. She was a superstar. And then her phone died, and when they tr- were trying to call her to tell her her husband was ready to be picked up, she couldn't answer her phone because it died. <laughs> so they, so oh, they we- what a smart person. <laughs> yeah. They wheeled yeah. that poor guy out into the main uh, lobby, yeah. and he started yeah, screaming, phenomenal. we've been trying to call you. It was was a, his husband like? Was the husband like? Please don't take me to her. He Please well, he tomorrow. came out in the first as the doors opened. He saw her, and the first thing he said was, "We've been calling you." <laughs> was she was older? Great. I mean, she was like <laughs> in her fifties. The same thing, Cassie. Not, she wasn't was she like old. No, she wasn't like incoherent in like seventies. She's she was in her fifties. Like she was. So yeah, she was competent. old. Yeah, I mean, old, but not well, like incompetent. Let's get conversation ageist. interesting at least. Ah, uh, no. They, there wasn't much of a conversation. It was just kind of like uh, her telling the person the entire time that she was still in the waiting room. You know what's the worst, too? Is, like, the other person can't be like, hey, Mary, like, you're at the doctor's office. Like, I can tell you don't have headphones in. Like, is there people around you? Like, why don't you just call me regularly? I don't need to see your face here. Yeah, no, it was it was phenomenal, and she, and she accused at one point the front office of killing her husband because she asked where he was, and they said, "Oh, he just went he just went under. He's asleep. He's about to have his procedure." And she said, "He's asleep," and then eventually said, "You probably overdosed him." Oh my! Yeah. Oh so, no! It was great. It was a great experience. Phenomenal, phenomenal way to spend two hours in a waiting room. That was a well, are you okay? Uh 
I'm okay after the colonoscopy. You, I went to get the colonoscopy. You know, I almost fainted in front of you. This is yeah, my you whole almost, You were like, thing. hey, catch me. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to go well. Yeah. Um, no, we have not figured out why I have fainted yet. No, that has not been solved. But, like, I'm fine from the colonoscopy. That was no problem at all. Well, the prep for it was a problem. But afterwards, no problem at all. So can you eat all the Chick-fil-A you want now? Yes, that was the first thing I ate. The first afterwards. thing the kid ate. Yeah. Look at that. Right. They told me not to have, like, red meat, so I did not. I was going to have In-N-Out, but I did not have In-N-Out because that would have been the uh, choice number one. But anyways, I, I have another, I have an important question for you outside of FaceTiming people. Uh, how much wedding planning have you done? None. None at all? You know how? what? That's a lie. I did, just for fun, I just reached out fun? to Red Rock. Just for fun, I reached out to Red Rock Casino to get, like, their wedding like brochure or whatever, because I'm like, oh, this is, would be pretty. And I was looking at all the pictures, and there was some a really pretty setup at the Red Rock Casino pool. How much do you think it is? It's way. Host? I'll tell you what. If you showed Los that, he would have passed out. And I don't even know how much the. Uh, I don't even know how much right, it would hold cost. On, hold on. Don't hold let me, on. Let me yeah. get some. Let me get some ceremony, more details. What's ceremony what's, and reception? So how, they, how they close down the pool. A hundred and like fifty people. I know. I think you can have up to two hundred people. Okay. $27,000. I was going to say, I was going to start my number with two. I'll even it out and say twenty grand. Tyler? <laughs> I'll say fifteen. <laughs> Fifty. Fifty? Five zero? Are you serious? Fifty thousand? Yeah, for Red Rock. I was like, whoa, bro. Hey, hey. Casino. Let's roll. Hold on and, one second while I Google if they're a sponsor. <laughs> and do they do they put the number in very small type on back of the brochure as you look through the lovely pictures and say, boy, this would look nice? Kind of. And they also put the little asterisk, and it says... They appear to be starting, a sponsor, so uh, they're great. At. They're great, Cassie Soto from Raiders.com, who is not associated with this station. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful, beautiful <Listen>. venue, <laughs> but no chance. Oh, can you see, can you see hand and lose that brochure? And then, and then I'm looking at the people. I'm looking at the people who are getting married, and I'm like, "What do you do? How how do do we afford this?" Now the reception is the reception is obviously catered. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Open bar, but is that an extra cost or is that included? I kind of just stopped reading after that. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "There's no like, oh, seventy thousand for open bar? Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah." Here was the, here's the problem. Brandy and I, Brandy found a venue she loves in California, absolutely loves it, but it was like $12,000. But you it doesn't include like food, it doesn't include bartender, they they require a valet service cuz there's apparently not a good parking lot. Like it's like very quickly it's like okay, cool, we pay you 12,000 and then there's 74 other costs. But that was like, oh, that's going to be expensive. And now you're telling me Red Rock's 50000 Maybe we should uh, lock in this $12,000 yeah. before we look yeah. anywhere else. Yeah, so, like, it's you have to, like, so for places like that, because we, we have gone to a couple places here in town where, like, you pay the place their fee, which all the places we went to for, like, 6000 to $10,000, that's just to have your event there. And yes. then they're like, oh, you can only pick from – one of two caterers who cost $20,000 each. You can only have one of two bartenders, plus you need this, 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 and this. And it's just like, well, what the heck? Why don't you just include it all in one cost at a discount? What are we doing? 
Would you like Did the you? name of my caterer? No. Pour <laughs> <laughs> okay. a sub sandwich platter. I'll do that Cassie, instead. How do how do we split this? Do we get married? Can we get married on the same day at the same place? Ooh. And would you still get cost? married in, in October? No. Ooh, that's tough. You're gonna have to get married in July. Yeah. Oh no way. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing's better than the bride sweating. <laughs> yeah, no chance. And I am a perf- profusive, profusive sweater. It's not good. It's, That's all right. Air, we can we can do indoors. There's air conditioning. Is that is that one of the main reasons you've chosen October? The weather. It's a very good reason. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and I've I've been engaged for like ten days, Ed, and it's already either California in the summer or if we're doing Vegas, it's either going to be like April or May. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because yeah, like I I would prefer to get married in July because sure, there's sports, nothing going on. But we can't yeah, do that. Everyone Ooh. everyone will end up in a two hour waiting room hospital if you end up doing <laughs> that here. I should have invited I... that lady to my wedding. What was I thinking? Just, oh my God, that would have been incredible. Hi, I'm here for a colonoscopy, but um, I need you at my event. Oh, it's no. a couple of years out. She could have been the MC and just FaceTimed her way through it. Yeah. No, no, she's there because the way she acted, there's no way I could be the worst part of the wedding. I, you set the bar very low, and anything I do, it'd be like, well, at I, least I wasn't as bad I, as that lady. I thought that was why I was getting an invite. No, no. Wait. Well, maybe it is why. It's you or that lady, Jared. Those are the two options. Tyler, oh, one of you. my friends, she sent me a, a screenshot of like a Facebook ad that she saw. Apparently, there was a woman here in town that will be your dog's plus one if you want your dog in your wedding. Oh, um, I'm pretty sure what? I'm going to ask Mike Grimala to do that. <laughs> We've already thought, I've already thought about it. enjoy the this. wedding? Yeah, I've already thought about this. I think Mike Kamal was going to do that. Yeah, at first I thought, well, he he babysits your dog, so that's good. Yeah, at first does. I thought it was silly, but then I was like, well, wait, if I do want the dogs, yes, I said dogs, plural. If uh. I do want the dogs to be a part of the wedding, like, who do I hand them off exactly. to? Like, once yeah. can the you, ceremony starts? Can you see oh, her handing champ off to someone she doesn't know that's like a worker there? <laughs> I, like, no, hey, no. Uh, I, I know you're out here uh, I just doing this stuff, but... Can you hold my dog's leash? And then the other dog's like, as they're taking their vows, she's holding the other dog and like saying her vows. Hey, I just found out how I'm getting invited to Cassie's wedding. <laughs> it's apparently <laughs> I'm the, the champ wrangler. You're working, Jared, is what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and then you yeah, need no, to I... drive them back home and make sure they're fed and tuck them in for bedtime. And yeah, I mean, if, if there's an open bar, I'll get a, get them an Uber. Now, if it doesn't cost $50,000, they're Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, no. This has already already been considered on our end that we're gonna have to have somebody, even if it's not, even if the dog isn't at the wedding. If we end up getting married in a different state because I want to get married in July, then we're probably gonna take the dog with us because anybody that would watch the dog is gonna be at the wedding. So somebody's right. gonna have to go take care Which of the is, dog at some point during the day. So yeah, we we you got to think about everything here, Cassie. Start stop buying a dress and start planning things. All right. Yeah, I also forgot that I had a call to get, like, updates on my dress, and one of my bridesmaids was like, hey, how's the dress going? I was like, oh, right. Whoops. What kind of updates do you, what do you mean? They, or, they tell you they, well, they uh, sewed something? I, yeah, I'm going to do a bunch of, like, alterations to it, 
but I had a call to like the lace and like the sparkles and everything that goes with it because the place I got it from orders it and then they connect you with like the seamstress that they use. And it's just like this whole process, and I just why, totally forgot about it. Why is everything in the wedding industry outsourced to somebody else? Why do you have to go through a middleman for everything? It's like that guy you have on with the dishwasher. Yes, exactly. The guy with the, Same dishwasher. Thing with the, with the dishwasher. All right. I need to <laughs> pull someone, that, Yeah, so, someone remind so, me to pull so that. We can, so we can make imaging that says, that guy you have with the dishwasher from Defector.com. It'll be great. It'll be phenomenal. <laughs> Um, yeah, everything is outsourced. Oh. There's always a middleman. This is a disaster. Okay, real quick, just because she is from Raiders.com. Uh, are you, were you super excited to get the Raiders schedule yesterday? Uh, everybody shot down my idea of having the players jump off from the stratosphere, announcing the games one by one. So jump yesterday off? was not my yeah. idea. How many Raiders players do you think would do the bungee jumping at the stratosphere? Max Crosby, uh, That's, seventeen yeah, times. Probably. I was going to say, are there 17 players, or is this like two guys taking turns? <laughs> I would have preferred one, each one. I mean, the video was better than the Chiefs video, so I'll give them that credit. Uh, what about the Chargers, though? Chargers won the day. They came in strong. Mm, don't, mm. They came in strong. I they don't. really did. Okay, but I Russell just... Wilson had me cracking up. He is kind of hilarious. What did Russell Wilson do? Uh, I, I just saw I the charge. I don't think anybody agrees with that. No, well, just the video because it was so office-y. Ed, you didn't watch it? The Broncos released? I've, wa- I've watched the Chargers. Okay, you have to go watch the Broncos. I'll go watch the Broncos. I'll go watch the Broncos. Is it is a spoof off The Office? Yes, it is. Oh, I'll go watch it for sure. Okay. Yeah, with, with Peyton Manning as Michael, I think. Oh, it's awesome. Good for yeah. them. She's Cassie Soto, maybe or maybe not getting married at Red Rock Casino for her entire <laughs> life savings. Thanks, Cassie. Thanks. Bye, guys. Oh, this is expensive. Why do people do this? This is a nightmare. Fifth, well, it's a, it's a sponsor, Let's, but anyway. 50? I bet it's you worth get a every lot. penny. Yes, 50? it is a great deal, phenomenal deal. That, All right, that here we go. food must be great. We got tickets to give away, two tickets to go see the Doobie Brothers on May 25th at Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood. If you want to go see the Doobie Brothers, call now. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. We'll take caller number 7 at 702-364-1100 to go see the Doobie Brothers. And Tucker hits it high in the air and pretty deep to right. It sends back Kepler on the warning track. Might have a play looking up. See you later! Kyle Tucker, five rows deep to right, and the Astros' lead is 6-2. to two. The 1-0, and Alvarez hits it pretty well and pretty deep to left center. Racing over is Gordon on the warning track at the wall. See you later. Second home run of the game for Jordan Alvarez, and the Astros' lead is 5 to nothing. You're locked in the press box. Jordan Alvarez is tied for the major league lead in home runs. Uh, the Dodgers traded him to the Astros for a relief pitcher. Good job. Um, <laughs> Almost threw the remote last night. I was just I, the, I literally they, uh, did. They that. came back. No, well, they came back. Yeah, no, Ed. they came back to go seven on, and then they lose it. So they, they came what's, back. What's the point of coming back? Oh, nightmare. on a night Bellinger goes deep. I I literally just played those because I assumed Tyler had a trying couple of days and i was just like oh it's nice they won 
Let's just do that. Well, his team's very and he good. immediately comes out with the claws. No, his team's like, very bleep good. you, Ed. Listen, there's a chance Jordan Alvarez is the best hitter the Houston Astros have ever had, and the Dodgers traded him away uh, for a Bagwell. There's a chance Alvarez ends up better than Bagwell if he's Whoa. if he does what he's done through his first 250 games or whatever for the next eight or nine years, he will probably be better than Jeff Bagwell. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. But I mean, Bagwell, been... ba- hold on. You got to put everybody in their, you know, in their eras. Bagwell was pitchers that were juiced. Alvarez <laughs> is currently hitting a baseball that can't go over fences. <laughs> I know. I'm just being. <laughs> baseball is broken, and he's still doing it. <laughs> he's just it. like, I, uh... I don't seem to have a problem. What's your guys' excuse? I uh, I gotta I gotta look this up for to see where he would rank. Let's see. Okay. So if if he keeps up his current numbers, Jordan Alvarez would rank twenty uh, second all time in OPS, one spot ahead of Jeff Bagwell. Wow! 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's yeah, at, uh, he's at nine five uh, three. Jeff Bagwell nine four eight for their career OPS. Your boys have won so, ten straight. Yeah, they don't give up any runs. So yeah. thank you for the dead baseball. They have in ten games they've won all ten and they've given up eleven total runs. That's. Only the Yankees have given up. <laughs> only the Yankees have given up fewer this year. No, the Dodgers. What? The Dodgers. Yeah, Dodgers against... have the best ERA in baseball. The Astros passed the Yankees yesterday <laughs> for second best ERA. The Dodgers have the best ERA in baseball and lost to the Pirates. Yes, they've lost two <laughs> lost straight. It's not good. Two out of three to the Pirates. <laughs> two out of three to the Pirates. <laughs> yeah, and then they lost last night. Harper goes deep in the first, and they get to seven seven, and uh, they lose it, and uh, it was not good. Uh, I did need to give an important update. Willie Ramirez texted me. His first meal after his knee surgery was Chick-fil-A. Boy, Chick-fil-A is making a lot of money off surgeries. Guys, by the way, we don't have a sponsorship with Chick-fil-A, which is a travesty. (laughs) They should, If we just play them all our our drops, they should at least sponsor the first bite. Like, I'm just saying the first bite is currently, like, in-house sponsored. If you work at Chick-fil-A, even Give if you're a not call. a... Yeah, like... That's all we talk about. Yeah. Tyler would do it just for, like, a free sandwich yeah. every other day. That yeah. would be good, like, writing up that uh, proposal. Uh, how much is this going to charge us? Nothing. Uh, our guy would yeah. be by for breakfast every morning. He's like, oh, that's all yeah, we got to give yeah. this guy? I want free breakfast. You yeah, want free breakfast. breakfast. I don't want any money. Just give me a uh, Chipotle had like those gold membership cards where you yeah. they gave them to the celebrities. Or oh something. yeah! Just give me yeah. a card that gets me free chicken minis every morning, and I'm in. I'm down. That sounds like a great sponsorship deal.